Today is the third day of September. Welcome to PsalmsCast. I am Denise. How delightful it is to be here on Friday. Just a couple more hours to endure until I can take a rest and then get ready for some excitement next Monday. It's time to sound the shofars, to sound the trumpets, and there is just so much to do, so many things to get ready, like making sure to shout the news to everyone. People, get ready. Jesus is coming. But first, before we discuss any of that, let's focus on the purpose for this time, meeting the Lord here in the book of Psalms. Our pathway today takes us through Psalm 3, Psalm 33, Psalm 63, Psalm 93, and Psalm 123. We're reading from the Net Bible, which is also known as the New English Translation. At the very end of the podcast, for those who desire to go deeper, and I encourage you to do it today, we will be in, taking a little shift here, going to the book of Matthew, we're going to chapter 25. It's really important to hear this word today. I hope you'll join us. But first, let's do as we do every single day and invite the Lord to be the focus and to be our guide. Father in heaven, we come humbly into your presence right now, desiring to draw near to you. Lord, we desperately need you. We are looking to you for comfort, for direction. We need your wisdom because this journey of life is so challenging. But we know that you hear our prayers and that you are generously offering us mercy and grace in abundance for every person who is seeking you with their hearts and their minds. As we journey into your living words, spark joy inside us. Infuse us with your peace that passes all human understanding. We are opening our hearts and our minds to you with the desire for your Holy Spirit to do a redeeming work and transformation within us from the inside out. Lead, guide, and illuminate as we journey today. Psalm 3, a Psalm of David written when he fled from his son, Absalom. Lord, how numerous are my enemies. Many attack me. Many say about me, God will not deliver him. But you, Lord, are a shield that protects me. You are my glory and the one who restores me. To the Lord I cried out, and he answered me from his holy hill. I rested and slept. I awoke, for the Lord protects me. I am not afraid of the multitude of people who attack me from all directions. Rise up, Lord. Deliver me, my God. Yes, you will strike all my enemies on the jaw. You will break the teeth of the wicked. The Lord delivers. You show favor to your people. Psalm 33 You godly ones, shout for joy because of the Lord. It is appropriate for the morally upright to offer him praise. Give thanks to the Lord with the harp. Sing to him to the accompaniment of a ten-stringed instrument. Sing to him a new song. 
place skillfully as you shout out your praises to him. For the Lord's decrees are just, and everything he does is fair. He promotes equity and justice. The Lord's faithfulness extends throughout the earth. By the Lord's decree the heavens were made, and by the breath of his mouth all the starry hosts. He piles up the water of the sea. He puts the oceans in storehouses. Let the whole earth fear the Lord. Let all who live in the world stand in awe of him. For he spoke and it came into existence. He issued the decree and it stood firm. The Lord frustrates the decisions of the nations. He nullifies the plans of the people. The Lord's decisions stand forever. His plans abide throughout the generations. How blessed is the nation whose God is the Lord, the people whom he has chosen to be his special possession. The Lord watches from heaven. He sees all people. From the place where he lives, he looks carefully at all the earth's inhabitants. For he is the one who forms every human heart and takes note of all their actions. No king is delivered by his vast army. A warrior is not saved by his great might. A horse disappoints those who trust in it for victory. Despite its great strength, it cannot deliver. Look, the Lord takes notice of his loyal followers, those who wait for him to demonstrate his faithfulness by saving their lives from death and sustaining them during times of famine. We wait for the Lord. He is our deliverer and shield. For our hearts rejoice in Him, for we trust in His holy name. May we experience your faithfulness, O Lord, for we wait for you. Psalm 63, a psalm of David, written when he was in the Judean wilderness. O God, you are my God. I long for you. My soul thirsts for you. My flesh yearns for you in a dry and parched land where there is no water. Yes, in the sanctuary, I have seen you and witnessed your power and splendor. Because experiencing your loyal love is better than life itself, my lips will praise you. For this reason, I will praise you while I live. In your name, I will lift up my hands. As with choice meat, you satisfy my soul. My mouth joyfully praises you whenever I remember you on my bed and think about you during the nighttime hours. For you are my deliverer. Under your wings, I rejoice. My soul pursues you. Your right hand upholds me. Enemies seek to destroy my life but they will descend into the depths of the earth. Each one will be handed over to the sword. Their corpses will be eaten by jackals. But the king will rejoice in God. Everyone who takes oaths in his name will boast, for the mouths of those who speak lies will be shut up. Psalm 93 The Lord reigns. He is robed in majesty. The Lord is robed. He wears strength around his waist. Indeed, the world is established. It cannot be moved. Your throne has been secure 
From ancient times, you have always been king. The waves roar, O Lord. The waves roar. The waves roar and crash. Above the sounds of the surging water and the mighty waves of the sea, the Lord sits enthroned in majesty. The rules you set down are completely reliable. Holiness aptly adorns your house, O Lord, forever. And our final psalm for today is Psalm 123, a song of ascents. I look up toward you, the one enthroned in heaven. Look as the eyes of servants look to the hand of their master, as the eyes of a female servant look to the hand of her mistress. So our eyes will look to the Lord our God until he shows us favor. Show us favor, O Lord. Show us favor, for we have had our fill of humiliation and then some. We have had our fill of taunts of the self-assured, of the contempt of the proud. Have you ever had a time where you forgot to pick up, say, Christmas cards, and then about the middle of December, you're like, oh gosh, I didn't send out Christmas cards And either you scramble and do it real quick and they end up being late, or you just say, okay, this year it didn't happen. Perhaps you'll send out an email and just explain why. So this year I am a bit behind in reminding our listeners about the Lord's Fall Festivals. And suddenly on the various feeds that I track, everyone is posting these really great articles And here I am struggling just to gather information and try to wrap my brain around it so that I can share it with you. So in just a couple of days, next Monday evening, those who follow the Lord's instructions from Deuteronomy and the book of Numbers about these special annual celebrations, which are a time of reflection and remembrance, they will be honoring the Lord and following and participating in the Feast of Trumpets. It's one of the first feasts of this season. This feast, many know and consider it to be just a Jewish thing, and it's called Rosh Hashanah, and it's the Jewish New Year. The Jewish New Year begins with Rosh Hashanah, which falls on the first day of Tishri in the Jewish calendar. It begins a 10-day period of repentance and prayer, which ends on Yom Kippur. Rosh Hashanah marks the anniversary of the birth of the world. It also is the day that people are judged for their actions during the past year. Okay, that is more for people who are following the law and do not acknowledge that Jesus' death on the cross was a once-for-all payment for our sin. So here's a question. When was the last time that you seriously got into a very quiet place without a bunch of distractions or demands and looked backward at your choices and decisions, especially those not so hot things and the failures? And hello, I am not pointing fingers at anyone. Well, because everybody knows that I'm broken. This Fall feast. Imagine 
if you will, that on this day you will be judged for all of your actions during the past 365 days. What would that look like for you? How would it play out? And yes, Jesus' blood covers our sins, but we are told over and over by Jesus and by those who came after him that we are to repent. And repent actually means quit it and walk differently. Quit doing that and walk differently. Oh, yeah. Oops. Well, the good news is there is still plenty of time for us to do the inventory and to take all the junk to Jesus to ask for his forgiveness. Remember, Jesus came not for the puffed up, full of themselves crowd who did not need a savior, but for those who knew that they were doomed unless someone redeemed their life from the pit. And Jesus offers that exactly to every single one of us. This first fall feast is also called the Feast of Trumpets, and that has a big wow to do about Jesus' return. And you can check out more about that aspect of this feast at the very end of the podcast in the Going Deeper portion. We thank you, Father, for another day here in your word. We thank you. Father, for another day of life that you have given us, another day to breathe oxygen and to live into our humanity, another day to be reminded that you have come into our humanity and are here with us, not aloof and distant, but very present to those whose hearts are open to you. We open our heart to you, inviting your word to speak to our identity allowing you by the power of your Holy Spirit to counsel and direct, to reprove and even to discipline us, to come to where we are and lead us from this place into all truth as you have promised to do. So we say, come Jesus, yet again, we need you. We need you today. We need you tonight. We need you in all of this. May everything that we do today, every interaction that we have, every conversation, every thought, word, and deed represent you well and your kingdom, the kingdom that you have invited us into. We pray this in the name of Jesus, the risen Savior. Amen. Now, for those who do want to dive deeper into God's word, hang in here for just a few more minutes as we wrap up this part. We are setting the stage for the Lord's Feast Day next week as we explore and consider Matthew chapter 25. Okay, so we have several prayer requests and they all have to do with COVID. So um, I'm asking that you just keep these people in your prayer. Just lift them up and ask that the Lord's will be done in each life. Um, This one's a new one. Uh, Kathy is battling the virus and she's been battling since last Friday. And she says this experience is very alarming and very uncertain. And today her husband, Bill, was also tested positive for COVID. 
And then we have an update on Ashley in Chicago, who has recovered from the illness, but she still continues to have lingering breathing challenges and concerns. And our last update for today is Laura, who we have been praying for and who really was struggling there for a while. Laura thinks that she has finally turned the corner with the COVID infection, and she is praising the Lord. She says, yes, the fatigue is debilitating, and and she is having to take the journey moment by moment. But she is so thankful to have the prayer support of all of our friends here. So on a personal note, um, Thursday's uh, vision therapy was brutal. And tonight when I came to record, I realized that yesterday I skipped adjusting the measures between the podcast segments for Thursday's podcast. I am so sorry. (laughs) Um, Hopefully that was not really confusing. It seems this week I've been traveling a lot of places by car just as I've had to spend a lot of time in the mission field with the needs right here in my little corner of the world. So if you desire to connect with us at PsalmsCast to share your thoughts, to ask questions, to request prayer, or to request a Bible, our email address is psalmscast at gmail.com. You can also call or text. In the United States, that number is 470-240-1509. For those who are using WhatsApp, that number is 1-470-240-1509. You can also make connection on the social media platforms of Facebook, Twitter, and MeWe. That's it for today. I am Denise. I love you, and I'll be waiting for you here tomorrow. Going deeper into the Word of God begins in five seconds. Going deeper into the Word of God, Matthew chapter 25. So we are stepping away from our study of the Gospel of Luke for today because can you imagine a time when you forgot Christmas I think it would be pretty impossible to forget Christmas because it is so commercialized and it is rubbed in our face that we need to buy a bajillion gifts and we need to decorate our houses and do yada yada, ba ba ba. And yet, for what purpose? I challenge you, if you think that Christ was born on December 25, to go and do a research on that and find out what biblical scholars have to say about when Jesus was born and why we celebrate Christmas in December. It's very illuminating. And yet, here in God's Word, there are celebrations that He desires for His people, those who love Him and want to serve Him, to follow and to celebrate. And yet, crickets... Nobody's talking about that, and it's happening this next week. And so, I really want to shout out, people, get ready, Jesus is coming. Because here in the United States, we are coming up on a holiday weekend. It's known as Labor Day, and basically what it means is, for many workers, 
next Monday will be a holiday. They don't have to work. It is also the official line in the sand here in the North Hemisphere that denotes that, hey, summer is over and we're moving into a new season of fall. But again, more importantly, this is an exciting time in God's calendar. It is the first of the fall feasts, which begin on the evening of Monday, September 6th at sunset. This will be the first day of Tishri, the seventh month of the Hebrew Jewish calendar. It's a special day that is set aside for rest known as the Feast of Trumpets or Rosh Hashanah, the Jewish New Year. So I was listening to a YouTube video from last year's Feast of Trumpets that just really caused me to want to blow the chauffeur and get the attention of anybody who would give me an ear. Jesus is coming, and this chapter is very important in understanding what exactly this means and how we can be sure to be ready, be it this year that he comes or even decades from now. So as I read, simply allow God's words to wash over you and to wash through you. Trust the Holy Spirit to unpack it for you, to bring to your attention why this is important. And remember, the purpose of this section is for you personally to learn from the Holy Spirit how to apply God's truth in your life. Matthew chapter 25. The Parable of the Ten Virgins At that time, the kingdom of heaven will be like ten virgins who took their lamps and went out to meet the bridegroom. Five of the virgins were foolish and five were wise. When the foolish ones took their lamps, they did not take extra olive oil with them. But the wise ones took flasks of olive oil with their lamps. When the bridegroom was delayed a long time, when the bridegroom was delayed a long time, they all became drowsy and fell asleep. But at midnight there was a shout, "Look, the bridegroom is here. Come out to meet him." Then all the virgins woke up and trimmed their lamps. The foolish ones said to the wise, Give us some of your oil because our lamps are going out. No, they replied, There won't be enough for you and for us. Go instead to those who sell oil and buy some for yourselves. But while they were gone to buy it, the bridegroom arrived and those who were ready went inside with him to the wedding banquet. Then the door was shut. Later, the other virgins came too, saying, Lord, Lord, let us in. But he replied, I tell you the truth, I do not know you. Therefore, stay alert, because you do not know the day or the hour. The Parable of the Talents For it is like a man going on a journey who summons his slaves and entrusts his property to them. To one he gave five talents to another, two, and to another, one, each according to his ability. Then he went on his journey. The one who had received five talents went off right away and put his money to work and gained five more. In the same way, the one who had two gained two more. But the one who had received one talent went out and dug a hole in the ground and hid his master's money in it. After a long time, 
the master of those slaves came and settled his accounts with them. The one who had received the five talents came and brought five more, saying, Sir, you entrusted me with five talents. See, I have gained five more. His master answered, Well done, good and faithful slave. You have been faithful in a few things. I will put you in charge of many things. Enter into the joy of your master. The one with two talents also came and said, Sir, you entrusted two talents to me. See, I have gained two more. His master answered, Well done, good and faithful slave. You have been faithful with a few things. I will put you in charge of many things. Enter into the joy of your master. Then the one who had received the one talent came and said, Sir, I knew that you were a hard man, harvesting where you did not sow and gathering where you did not scatter seed. So I was afraid, and I went and hid your talent in the ground. See, you have what is yours. But his master answered, Evil and lazy slave, so you knew that I harvested where I didn't sow and gather where I didn't scatter. Then you should have deposited my money with the bankers, and on my return I would have received my money back with interest. Therefore, take the talent from him and give it to the one who has ten. For the one who has will be given more, and he will have more than enough. But the one who does not have, even what he has will be taken from him. And throw that worthless slave into the outer darkness, where there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. The Judgment When the Son of Man comes in His glory, and all His angels with Him, then He will sit on His glorious throne. All the nations will be assembled before Him, and He will separate people one from another like a shepherd separates the sheep from the goats. He will put the sheep on His right hand and the goats on His left. Then the king will say to those on his right, Come, you who are blessed by my father, inherit the kingdom prepared for you from the foundation of the earth. For I was hungry and you gave me food. I was thirsty and you gave me something to drink. I was a stranger and you invited me in. I was naked and you gave me clothing. I was sick and you took care of me. I was in prison and you visited me. Then the righteous will answer him, Lord, when did we see you hungry and feed you, or thirsty and give you something to drink? When did we see you a stranger and invite you in, or naked and clothe you? When did we see you sick or in prison and visit you? And the king will answer them, I tell you the truth, just as you did for one of the least of these brothers or sisters of mine, You did it for me. Then he will say to those on his left, Depart from me, you accursed, into the eternal fire that has been prepared for the devil and his angels. For I was hungry, and you gave me nothing to eat. I was thirsty, and you gave me nothing to drink. I was a stranger, and you did not receive me as a guest, naked, and you did not clothe me, sick and in prison, and you did not visit me. Then they too will answer, 
Lord, when did we see you hungry or thirsty or a stranger or naked or sick or in prison and did not give you whatever you needed? Then he will answer them, I tell you the truth, just as you did not do for one of the least of these, you did not do it for me. And these will depart into eternal punishment, but the righteous into eternal life. So yes, I have a lot of thoughts here, but I really first want to encourage you to go check out a YouTube video. It is by the um, 26-8 Church, um, and it's from it's the virtual presentation uh, service that they did for Feast of Trumpet last year, and it's titled "The King Is Coming." I will post this over on social media, but I know some of you are not on the social media feeds and both Facebook and Twitter have now changed what you can see if you're not a member. With this thought in mind, I went ahead and created a unique web address so that you might be able to find it. It's HTTPS colon backslash backslash tiny url.com backslash get ready 268 church so yes this is their actual service for that day so it starts out with worship music and then he gets into talking about the purpose of the feast of trumpets especially to those who are following christ And he actually teaches on Matthew 25 and what he, the way that he taught it was very, um, yeah, it just really grabbed me. It grabbed me so much that I wanted to share it with you. And so I hope you will, perhaps over either today, tomorrow, or the next day, take the time and, you know, go listen to it. So that said, here is just some of my thoughts about that were running through my head while I was reading this to you today. These three vignettes, they are so important because they Jesus is telling us that when he comes, it's going to be like that bridegroom. He is going to just appear. And you need to understand how wedding feasts happen back in the time of Jesus to fully gather and understand this. It's not like our weddings of today. And then the second half of it is when Jesus comes, he's going to be asking how we have taken the investment that he has given to every single one of us. We're a brand new believer in Christ and new to salvation or whether we have known for decades, he's going to be asking us what we've done with that that he has given us. And then the last, it's very clear that in that time, Jesus is going to do a separation. Many say that they follow him, but they only do it in act. They don't do it in their heart. It's not, they're not sold out for Jesus. It's just what they do. And Jesus knows every single one of us. And you know, honestly, it's very frightening to me. To think about being one of the virgins who runs out of oil or to be the one who did not 
take that that Jesus the Lord has given me and wisely invest it so that I have something to show for it. Or that I might be one of the goats. For me personally, and this is just my personal take, Matthew 25 is a huge stop sign. It is stop right now, get real, think, pray, repent if necessary, get right with God, and then walk. continue to walk hand in hand with the Lord.